This is Inspiring Minds, a podcast focused on thought-provoking conversations between BSB students and our world-class faculty. Hello and welcome. My name is Emily Brown and I am a current junior studying accounting and finance in VSB. I am here today talking with Dr. Robbie Masawi to discuss his work on ETFs, including his recent paper that was accepted to the Journal of Finance on the relationship between ETFs and stock volatility. So my first question for you is, can you tell me a little bit about your research and what motivated you to write this paper? To give you a brief um, background about my research, it is in the area of institutional investors, and I've worked for several years, even before joining Villanova, on research work that explores the role of institutional investors in corporate governance and some of the agencies related to type of institutions such as hedge funds. Uh, But what made me interested in ETFs in particular is uh, the flash crash that happened in uh, May uh, 6, 2010. The stocks dropped by about 8, in some cases 9.5% in few minutes. Uh, This was unprecedented, the the speed and and the depth of it. And and the biggest factor that people did not understand, why did it happen in the first place, you know? And what's the role of the high-frequency trading and ETFs in particular? Since then, I have uh, four papers. Two of them are published. Two of them are working papers that explore different dimensions of this exciting new product. Can you tell me about what ETFs are and how are they different than traditional investment products? ETFs are... You know, if you look at the name, it's exchange-traded funds. Uh, they are types of mutual funds. Like any mutual fund, they hold a portfolio of security, and they sell shares. And when you buy their shares, the ETF shares, you get exposure to this entire portfolio of security. So eventually, they will give you that exposure at a very efficient cost. What makes them different than mutual funds is the fact that they trade on the stock market like any other stocks. So if you want to buy into a mutual fund... You submit an order and you get one execution per day, which is at the close of every day. For an ETF, you can buy it at any millisecond during the day. They provide liquidity in allowing investors to buy in and out of these different types of exposure. So ETFs are not only securities that buy underlying equities, but they they provide unprecedented liquidity and unprecedented access to various types of exposures that that was not present before. And I think that's what's really appealing about this product. What downsides do ETFs potentially present? We see a lot of ETFs in different asset classes, uh, in different types of uh, markets. At this point, we see many of them being delisted or closing business after a few years. So it's still in its early stages. We can't say that there are certain types that are more, uh, they have more long-term benefits than others. But my research tries to point to some of the unintended consequences of ETF. So in other words, there's no question it's a fascinating new product. It's a disruptive product in the asset management space. Uh, But my research tries to illustrate certain dimensions where ETFs brought something new to the market that might not be totally beneficial. Actually, people should be aware of its consequences before we reach another crisis and, and people will be surprised by what would come up there. And, and, and it's not something necessarily bad because every new innovation, typically, it comes with certain costs. What we only argue is that all these fantastic benefits that ETFs bring to the market are not necessarily free. Are ETFs contributing to higher volatility in the stocks they own and why would that be? This is um, a controversial question that we tried to look at. We asked ourselves, what is the role that ETF played, for example, on May 6, 2010? 
that they attract some types of investors that trade so fast. And in some instances, because of their fast trading, they can cause some, some shocks to the market that, yes, we saw it maybe in May 6, or we saw part of it in May 6, 2010, when flash crash, but it's maybe happening on a daily basis. So what we did is we started looking deeper into what ETFs are doing. We found evidence that many investors that were not present in financial markets, they migrated to ETFs. The ETFs attracted new clientele to the market, a new high-frequency clientele to the market that was not present before. And I think that's the element that made some change in equity markets that we see today. How is that? Because when these new high-frequency investors are attracted to ETFs and they trade ETFs at a high-frequency rate, what happens is that they impound their own liquidity shocks on the ETF prices. Now, because ETFs have this layer of arbitrage with the underlying securities, so think about any stock ETF that trades in U.S. equity market. Whenever the ETF price differs from the underlying security, there will be these arbitrageurs that step in and take advantage of these price differences and make profit because of that. And eventually, because of this incentive, this arbitrage incentive, they bring these prices together. What we found is that this arbitrage, it transmits, it propagates these shocks that are hitting the ETFs because of these high-frequency investors trading them. It transmits these shocks to the underlying securities. ETFs not only increase the volatility of stocks, but they increase the volatility of stocks proportionally to the amount of ownership that ETFs have in these stocks. Are ETFs exacerbating liquidity risk in the equity markets? Mm -hmm. Before we talk about liquidity risk, let me illustrate a few facts from, from recent periods. The first fact is when you look at ETF flows, the speed and the intensity that we see in terms of flows that are coming in and out of ETFs, we haven't seen that before. So what we used to see happening in days and weeks, now we see them in hours and even minutes. ETFs now, they represent about 9% of U.S. equity market. If you look at an average trading day, ETFs, they represent about 35% of the daily volume. So they trade much more frequently, much more intensely than, than stocks. Uh, and they are more shorted. The fraction of the ETF short volume or short interest is about 20% of the total short volume in the market. Also, the, the flows are very unpredictable. They are very volatile and they can reverse any time. Because of the fact that there are lots of these high-frequency traders that self-select into ETFs because ETFs are, are more liquid. Now, with these kind of shocks that are hitting ETFs, do they trickle down to underlying stocks? Do we see that when, you know, a basket of stocks, which is the ETF, is receiving these shocks, would we see that each of these stocks are receiving the same shock in a proportional manner to how much the ETF owns of them? So in other words, if these stocks are receiving the same shocks, would we see some odd correlations between these stocks that results in a higher co-movement than it should be? And if we see that there is more co-movement in the returns and the liquidity of the stocks that are held by ETFs proportional to the ownership by these ETFs, does this have consequences in terms of liquidity risk, in terms of what would happen when there's a big shock to the market? The first lesson we learn in any finance class is that 
the higher the correlation, the less benefits we can get from diversification. In other words, if we see more and more co-movement in the liquidity of these stocks, we cannot rely on these stocks to diversify uh, liquidity shocks, if, especially if these liquidity shocks are sy systematic in nature. So in other words, if it is the case that ETFs increase the co-movement in the liquidity of these underlying stocks, then what we would expect to see that in terms of market stress, if there are big events, ETFs might play a role in systematic liquidity dry-ups. And this is a very important implication of some of these unintended consequences that ETFs bring to the market. In other words, some of the costs that are associated with, with ETFs that we believe everybody should pay attention to. How would we expect ETFs to play out in a financial crisis? The good thing that ETFs would provide investors in financial crisis is that it provides liquidity to those investors. One would expect uh, that they would sell first their ETF holdings because they are liquid to get out of a certain sector. But what we know that in financial crisis, investors panic and they start selling their investments in a very quick fashion. So you'd see a lot of herding out of a certain uh, asset classes and, and certain exposures. So because ETFs are liquid, they might facilitate these massive sell-offs. And I think that is the question, the fundamental questions that people are attempting to understand right now. If ETFs increase the liquidity movement in times of market stress, when you have billions and billions of dollars getting out of a certain ETF or style of ETFs, because these shocks cannot be diversified at the security level, this would cause all these securities to go down in price more than they should simply because of liquidity reasons. In times of market stress, we would expect that ETF might play a role in expediting and exacerbating the downside of the market, similar to what happened on May 6, 2010 in the flash crash. And we, we need further research in this area to better understand you know, how the mechanical basket trading inherent in the arbitrage mechanisms of ETF and how this correlated trading that might happen might affect securities market in general and stock market specifically in times of market stress when we receive a lot of outflows out of a certain ETFs. You shared a lot today. Thank yeah. you so much for speaking with me and putting out intelligent, thought-provoking research. Thank you so much, Emily. Thank you for listening to Inspiring Minds. Stay tuned for our next installment featuring more VSB students discussing research topics with our world-class faculty.